if you do it in Google. Like you'll do Florida man February 4th. And you get like this crazy ass story like Florida man on February 4th steals panties from <laughs> cashier. Like this shit is hilarious. The fuck? Yeah. Oh yeah? Okay. Yep, it's just it's just crazy it's just crazy stories. So I just did like Florida man and uh Florida man accused of killing teen daughter and niece to be extradited. It's just crazy shit. Did you have to put your birthday in. So if you do Florida man No, I'm just saying. I heard this shit on the radio though. Like I heard some this crazy shit. This only works for Florida man? Yeah. That's wild. And it's Super it's like what the hell wild. is going on in Florida? Yeah. Stealing panties. Mm. Maybe. What Florida man? What's your birthday? January eleventh. This is one of my birthday man. Let's see what it says. Oh, Florida <laughs> man throws a samurai sword at sheriff's deputies. Tim Bryan's here. What? Florida man ticketed after eating pancakes in middle of intersection. So like, <laughs> is this all the same man? <laughs> we don't know, but that's what the shit is called. But is that how they like tell the news in Florida? Though? Maybe that's how, like they that's how it is. Like uh, you never hear it. Like well, I guess every now and then you see Maryland man. Do you? No, you don't see DC man. You don't. You, you don't, don't see, see New York man. No, Wisconsin Florida, man. Maybe, but you California Florida, man. man. What's up? What? I said Bronx. 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 <laughs> that's oh. <laughs> I was gonna say that's not a that's not a state, but okay. My bad. Nah, we're rolling though. Um. You want to get us started here, A-Mike Buggy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's good, everybody? It's your boy, A-Mike Buggy, and this is episode 43 of the EBS Podcast. I'm here with the crew, Obi-Wan. Yo, what up? What's good, Ike beloveds? What's going on, people? And St. Brian, what's good, man? What up? Yo, did you just say beloveds? I said beloveds. Our fans are our beloveds. Okay. Yeah. I thought y'all was like already rolling. I'm like, literally. Yeah, we was rolling. <laughs> you literally are just walking in, yes. Because we really, literally just started. So can y'all explain to me what y'all was talking about with the, with the states? So this is it. It was just something I heard on the radio. They was talking about Google your name. I mean, sorry, Google Florida man followed by your your birth date, and you'll get like these crazy stories. So I was just asking them if they had heard of this shit, and everybody was like, no. So I was just reading some of them off. But I, some of the stuff I was hearing on the radio was just like wild shit that you would never hear anywhere. And one of the ones was like stole panties from a cashier or something like that. I don't fucking know, but like all, off the cashier's ass, or like, <laughs> right? That's what I was trying to say. What's uh, going on? I'm about to do, January fifth. Florida man charged with vandalizing mosque, leaving bacon at door. <laughs> the fuck? Leaving bacon at door? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Y'all listen to like the donkey of the day, though, right? Yeah, I don't listen to none of that. Well, shit. no, I don't listen to it, but I've heard. I've so seen. Apparently, Charlemagne the God says all the craziest people come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Oh, like every other day, you know, like something about Florida on there, so I'm not surprised at all. Like, Interesting. Yeah, I, so I that's why you said the Bronx. I don't like, fucking yeah. know. Yeah, <laughs> that's wild. Florida man steals cable truck, knocks out service for thousands. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about Colin Kaepernick. So, guys, so, how was your week? Yo, hold on. It no. seemed like that was a long time ago. But no. It what Colin Kaepernick? Oh, I guess because we found out the. Yeah, like, they got some update. Out. Exactly. Yep. Yep. So that's so, what I want to talk about, right? right. And so I, I think on this on this podcast uh, a couple episodes ago, we was talking about how, you know, he was it was a big deal, and he definitely got that bag, and how the NFL pretty much just admitted 
you know, they were at fault with some of the things they were doing. And then I think it was last week or, or yeah, last week we find out that uh, <laughs> we have a special guest yes, in the house today. Too. Today is Bring Your Child's Podcast Day. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, so we, we found out that, uh, you know, uh, you know, Colin won his, well, settled his case with the NFL, right. right? And, you know, it was a lot of conversation about, oh, man, how do we really feel about it or how do people in general really feel about it, the people that caped for Colin Kaepernick, the people that stood with Colin Kaepernick, how do they feel about it? It was a lot of stuff that was out in the air like, well, he got that bag. At least he got that bag. Word. So that now million bag. sources say that, you know, he got less than $10 million. So wait, is this a, like a leak though? Because I thought the whole thing. Was yeah, I, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's obviously a leak. It, yeah. So it's okay. probably not true. It's probably true. Uh, I'm pretty sure they vetted their sources before beforehand, right? So yeah, so ten million dollars less than for Eric Reed and Colin Kaepernick. So I just want to know how y'all feel. Do you really still feel like he got the bag? Do you think that this settlement was great for Colin Kaepernick and great for the cause? I personally feel like. A couple of episodes ago, we already said that a settlement is an admission of guilt. I mean, so if that's what it's all about, I guess in that sense, you know what I mean? I guess Kaepernick won. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if the money really, the, the money, if the money matters, Kaepernick and Eric Reed are cool with it. Yeah. And then for everybody Obviously. else, right, they, you know, but we never knew how much they got the the number 100 million or some shit like came out there we don't know where that came from yeah you get what i'm saying so maybe somebody fucked up and added the extra zero but i don't i don't really care i think that he he settled like you said it was an omission of guilt they that's they're 10 million dollars richer and they're able to now do something with that 10 million dollars or whatever i mean that's 10 million is still better than nothing yeah eric reed is still in the nfl exactly eric reed's still in the nfl and, I, and i've heard reports that kaepernick might be coming back into the nfl oh is that right yeah so honestly i'm not a conspiracy theorist but honestly like this so-called leak uh-huh. could be fabricated like yeah could be the nfl like the nfl very well could have leaked you know I mean? it saying like you know it's not worth you other players doing this <laughs> so get 10 million if y'all do it you know what I mean? And then nobody else can talk about that shit. And they can't talk about yeah, it and defend and, and themselves they can't that. Say it to defend themselves. So, like, yeah, just tell them we gave them 10. Hey, listen, you, you know, know what? what I mean? like, this is about to be the war of the sources. Sources are just going to keep coming out saying one thing or another. That's how you combat this shit, in my opinion. Yeah. But the thing is, I think this was the NFL that says something. I don't think Cap and Eric Reed are going to say anything about it. Like, I don't think they're going to say, nah, that's not true. We got more than that. Or then. One because they can't, but there's not going to be any sources I think coming from their camp saying otherwise about this. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I think they made out. Like we made it may have only been ten million, but maybe it's a ten million lump sum. They're getting a million for the next who knows how many years. Like I think they made out. We just don't know for sure. Yeah, I guess it's some form of justice. Will, will y'all accept that though? Going through what they've gone through, understanding that, especially for Colin, right? Because Colin, you know, could have easily made like. Over seventy-five million over the course of like four or five years, right? Yeah. I mean, do moral victories matter? Um, you know, like what's that? What's that, Kanye, what's that Kanye? What's that Kanye line? What's that Kanye line? Dang, I can't think about moral it. But go ahead. Victories are for minor league coaches. There you go. Oh, was it okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, well, this is the majors. But I don't think the money is the point. Nah. I think Kaepernick came out as the hero. He got the huge Nike endorsement. Apparently, they've been paying him from the very, very get-go. And, you know, he also has public perception on his side. So. Yeah. 
What's funny though is that people are mad as shit about this. Like people that was like rocking for him and was yeah. glad that they got the settlement. I heard somebody say he need to get that money back. Like, <laughs> like they was mad. Like you played us, you lied to us. You know what I mean? And they were like, he did all of this just to get ten million. And I'm like, y'all missing the point. He never did this just to get a settlement from the NFL. Right. He wasn't begging for money. Like he wasn't begging for money. Like in in everything he did as far as protesting wasn't so that the NFL or the owners can collude. He wouldn't have a job. And to get money. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make any sense. I guess he knew some fucked up shit was happening and he wanted to combat that shit for justice reasons. So. I also feel like this leak is fake news. I really, really do. Yeah. I Possibility. Really, really do. I mean, it is. Uh, I, I, All right. So, keeping with football, uh, Robert Kraft, apparently, uh, there's, a, there's a break in his case and uh, the prosecutors have offered to drop Robert Kraft's solicitation charges in Florida. If he a admits, Florida man, yeah, car, right, right. <laughs> Look how shit come full circle, right? If he a admits that he would have been proven guilty, and b if he accepts, he has to do education, a hundred hours of community service, and undergo screening for STDs. I mean, do, so, do rich people ever go to jail? What is the latter all about? I don't know, but <laughs> but this is but this is to my point, right? So what I want to know is that. What do you think about this? Because in my mind, I think this is a ploy to embarrass him and nothing else. Well, you know what I heard also is I heard that, like, nobody was coming for Robert Kraft and all of these other billionaires until they supported criminal justice. Reform? Criminal justice reform. reform mm. Right. So, that, I mean, is that... I'm really on a conspiracy theory. Like, I don't mean to be, but, like... I mean, it, it makes a good point. The thing is... First of all, why give him a plea for this? Because I think this is bullshit. When you can get much more out of it by mm-hmm. convicting him, knowing that you have him on tape. Right. Like, they got him on tape. But 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 listen to the shit that has to happen, though. Right? He's not being found guilty. Right. As part of the settlement, he has to say that, I'm not going to catch this charge, but if we had gone through trial, I would have been found guilty. That shit is super weird. But if yeah. you have him on tape, I mean, you could. They can, they can. They can. They can find a way to throw that shit out of court. He got money. Yeah. Like he can. It can. He can do a lot of things and prolong the the situation. Yeah. Right. Yo, TMZ, where you at? Like y'all catch everybody else in the elevator. Catch this. Leak this. Yo. Yeah. You know. I, I don't know. I find it. It's, it's very interesting. You make a good point. Like nobody said anything until he started hanging out with Meek Mill and talking about criminal justice reform and trying to make a difference in the the black community. Now I don't want to go there. But um, like, apparently the other billionaires are like from Boston, super liberal. The the other ones that are supporting like yeah, and, and the other ones that got busted. Oh yeah, there was a lot of people. Oh yeah, like, oh, here's the thing. I heard that they made they made those claims for. I mean they they given this plea deal to everyone. Mm-hmm. So everyone that was um that was involved in it are also getting the same plea deal. Okay. So I I'm, I'm I don't know what the what the whole thing behind that is, but right. So I, I reached I reached out to our resident prosecutor, right, and I asked her the question. I, I sent her the article. I said, I, I wanted to know, can you explain this to me? Like, what's their play? And she was pretty much like, this is stupid and strange. I get the admission of guilt and treatment, but without anything on his record, what does it really mean anyway? I guess maybe so. He makes a public statement under oath that he did it. Fooey. <laughs> Legal terminology. Fooey. So, yeah, that shit is just super weird. Well, this is what happens when you got money, man. I don't really understand Robert Kraft. Like, 
that's a Philadelphia chain that you wear on your chain, on your neck. You know what I mean? Like. But you from Boston. Right. I mean, and then you're also friends with. Uh, right. Yeah. I, I don't understand. He's an enigma to me. But but did you see the article that I sent out though? So so of course after he got busted, a lot of these pieces have been coming out about uh about him mm-hmm. and. You know, initially, I think a while back I looked up Robert Kraft and I found out that his wife passed away in like 2010, 2011. Yeah, so when I found out that, you know, when the, when the news came out that he was in a rub and tug or whatever, I was like, oh, yeah, he's a single man. He's probably just doing whatever, right? He yeah, never remarried. Huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a, a rub and tug? <laughs> a rub and tug. Uh, so... So in my mind, I was like, yeah, he probably never really, like, I went here all by myself. He never probably never really recovered from, you know, his wife passing, right? They were together for a very long time. She I'm not speaking on the dead, man. But, uh, you know, so there was an article that came out that, that was by one of his friends that he grew up with. And, and they pretty much were saying that ever since her passing, he has been very eccentric. Uh, he's been doing a lot of wild, well, quote unquote, Wild things, pretty much things that are not his norm. Mm-hmm. Things like wearing sneakers, and he kept talking about this: wearing sneakers with suits, hanging out with rappers. He was at he he would be at all these like celebrity events, or he was damn near a fucking socialite mm-hmm. at the age of almost seventy, if not over seventy. We we see this in movies. What's that movie yo, with with the old man? Damn, he was old rich old rich white man. No, no, no! You talking about when he when he came back to life? No, 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 no! He was like an overage white man, and all of a sudden something happened, like a traumatic experience happened in his life. Black people come into his life. Next thing you know, he's like young. Oh, you know, you know the Halle Berry joint? Yeah, yeah, that's Baps, yeah. Yeah, who gives a fuck? Yeah, and yeah. he's all down and shit, going to talking about the roof is on fire. Yeah, yeah. This shit happens in in fucking real life, I guess. I don't know why it's a big deal. But uh, you <laughs> hey man, don't judge me, man. I'm Jay Z in my former life, yo. So, so keeping with the NFL, uh, go ahead and uh, talk about your topic. Oh, we were talking about that. This is interesting. The reason why I find this interesting, um, about uh, Marshawn Lynch, who apparently hasn't spent any of his money from his contracts in the NFL and he was drafted in 2007, um. He needs to be teaching financial literacy to these athletes. Yeah? Apparently, Gronkowski is the same way, right? So, I don't know they're about not Gronk. spending their NFL money, so I'm guessing they're spending endorsement money then? Right. So, he's been living off of endorsements for the past nine years, which okay. is only, you know, maybe like, which is only yeah, to is him. Same, right? It's mm-hmm. only about $5 million, I take it. Right. But he's only, And he's doing a lot of, like, community work, mm-hmm. a lot of things in the community, especially in Oakland. Right. Um, that has to do with like trying to stop gentrification and things like that. Yeah. So and it's it's like, why aren't other athletes or people that have the ability taking advantage of that and making smart moves like that? I mean, we already know that Marshall Marshawn Lynch is a different kind of guy though. Mm-hmm. Like he's always been eccentric and he doesn't need to have to you know do the things or the norms of what everybody is doing like his peers the flaunting the stunting the the flossing the jewelry all that shit so it doesn't shock it doesn't shock me but good for him super authentic like he already has like acceptance in his community Mm -hmm. and amongst his peers so he's not looking for any further like you know saying self-substantiation or anything yeah and and we've definitely seen his uh high school picture where he looks like a super nerd so he may just really be smart and smart with his money as well 
Yeah, but somebody that but we see this with the NFL. You get a lot of players that grow up. They don't have anything. They come from these inner cities, these bad neighborhoods. They get a little bit of money, and what do they do? One, they don't last in the NFL because whatever. But by the time they're done, they're just broke. And you have somebody from the same situation who, who isn't, and who's who's being smart and take care of his money. And I'm like, yo, this is something that they need to be like advertising this shit for for. For players, yeah, I totally agree. I also think that should be like a poor man's version of saving, also, because Marshawn Lynch obviously is getting better contracts than some of the people that are playing. So for the people that's only making like five hundred thousand to maybe two million or something, you know what I mean? Right. Like, how do they still, you know what I'm saying, make a living and save money? I mean, it's more than enough. I'm just saying, but for them, like, who knows what their expenses are? And they're not getting endorsements. They're they might right, right. That's true. They're you know not I mean? like, right. Like were you talking about that one that one player last uh, last episode that I can't remember how much he made, but he was talking about he was broke and he was only like twenty seven. He'd been in the league for like five years and he ain't had no money. And I'm just like, this shit don't make no sense. Yo, you got we gotta do a better job. You gotta do a better job, man. Yeah, and like taxes <laughs> take like half of that too, right? Yeah, so, taxes like, take like half. Fucking agents take like twenty percent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I mean, like, listen, I can understand getting some money, having never had money before, and just bugging out and going. Oh, for like a little bit of time, not the entire longevity of your career. And of right. course, you can stash some shit. You can invest some shit in some like very long term bonds because ten million dollars can easily make you another mill. Absolutely, I think there should be a specific poor man's version for this, specifically for the NFL. Because I think a lot of these people are banking on the fact that their careers are going to be long. Like you, dead ass, might get injured, and you're not getting a second contract, you know? No, that's so true. This rookie contract that you got. Might be it. Like that's it. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a, it's a smart, a smart move, smart move. So, shout out to him. And and it kind of, it came up because he was talking about he's gonna retire, and um, it's like yo, he got all this money in the bank. Okay. He's good. Did you guys mention how a person is also raised? Like, he just might be smarter than most people financially because of how he was brought up. Like we don't think about that. Like some of these people come from the quote unquote the gutter. And they're just not good with money because they don't know what that looks like. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but Marshawn is up that. Yeah, he's from <laughs> Oakland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> but I don't know what his household is like. Yeah. So. No, I, I mean, I guess that's true, yeah. Like, to me, like, these two things, though, have to go hand in hand. I think for, like, most people who aren't athletes, your career begins after you graduate college. Like, when you're an athlete, usually your career begins when you're in middle school. You know what I mean? So, like... At that early age, they need to already start learning how to handle their money. They don't have, like, this long grace period that, like, non-athletes do. You know what I mean? Like, you need to already know what's not just what school you're going to, but like, also, like, how are you going to save money? Like, and if this doesn't work out, what's your plan B? They need to bend-bend, though. Yeah. I, and it's the team. I don't know if you guys mentioned this before, but it's also, you know, who you're surrounding yourself with. Because I feel like if one of us get the bag, you know what I'm saying, we're going to help each other to make sure we don't lose that money and make more money. Whereas some people... Not they, me. They're just draining. I'm on my business. If you want to spend a million dollars in a strip club to make it ring, Yeah, absolutely. See, I'm not going to let you do yeah. that. I'm going to pull you aside have a conversation. I, I mean, I'm if you sorry, if you got hundreds of millions and you want to spend a million dollars in a strip club right. and I'm there cool. with you and it's one time and we're celebrating, right. that's fine. You said you would do some... I would definitely, if, I, want some, if some I got some money, right. I'm going to go splurge. But before bit. I even splurge, I'm going to take lump some of that and just put it away and the splurge isn't going to be let me buy a house let me buy a car let me just buy dumb shit let me go buy gucci and shit yeah i guess for me you know it's what like I mean? 
the way that I operate, I, I will look at you know what's going on. I'll if I establish a pattern and right. what I see that's going on, then I'll say, right. "Hey, I noticed, <laughs> I noticed that X, Y, and Z has been happening. Is everything okay? Because uh, you might want to chill a little bit. I may say that, but I'm not gonna pull your pull you and say, "Hey, stop! Don't spend your money. I mean, you gonna, take that card back. I'm you're not gonna, gonna do it in shit. your way, but you're gonna <laughs> yeah, say yeah, something. Absolutely, you know, eventually, not in the beginning. Though. I mean, I I think, and I would have if. Like if you think about it and you put it in the terms of how we live our life now, we all went to we went to college, we got degrees, we have we have a trade, we have a skill. I know that's gonna carry you for the longevity of your career. It should, right? Because we're also continuing to learn. So if you it, I'm not worried about your financial situation. But however, if I know that you don't have that skill, you don't have that trade. You don't have that ability. And you out here being stupid with your money and it ain't going to last because it's going to come a point in time where what you're doing now is not going to. I'm going to say something to you like, yo, you got to be smarter than that. Yeah. At the end of the day, you, you decide what you want to do. But, right. you know, I, it might we were just trying to buy time while you while you showed up. So, yeah. Can you guys hear me? Because I can't hear myself. Yeah. I can hear you guys, but I can't hear myself. I can hear you. Okay. How can you hear us? But you can't hear yourself. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm just making sure y'all can hear me. So as long as you guys can hear me, that's good. But um, yeah, so I'm glad that you know we got Saint Brian in the house today because there's a topic that I want to discuss, and I think we we all give um, a different perspective on it. You know, uh, Ike the Great just got married. I've been married, you know, going on seven years. Uh, Obi Wan is about to get married, and Saint Brian is single. Uh, he's you know he's dating or whatever, and so I want to talk about love and you know what that means for each one of you guys, and I guess. For the people who are in relationships, do you, do you feel like, well, for Ike the Great, do you feel like now that you're married, the love has been enhanced? Is it different? You know, so on, so something like towards that degree. But uh, I guess I would start with St. Brian, since he's a single guy. Such a broad <laughs> question, bro. Like, what is love? or How do I feel about love? Yeah. Like, what is love to you? How do you feel about love? Jeez. I know. I mean, does my singleness, is that a factor in that? Or you just want me to speak on it broadly? Well, okay. Right, you know, let me just ramble real quick. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm going somewhere, I'm not supposed to, just let me know. Yeah, let's see where it takes us. All right, so, you know, we're all grown. I'm going to be 35 next month. To me, you know what I mean? I think you redefine love the older you get. Absolutely. I think you redefine love with the more experiences that you have. And um, so I'm at a stage now where... Um, I guess I just need something that's super, super authentic. Um, I'm not like necessarily like hung up on um, certain superficial things, even though they have value. But I mean, I don't know. I'm not gonna get into a situation now unless I see myself. I think marrying that person. Okay. Do Do you feel like you've uh, learned how to love through watching your parents? Yeah. I mean, I feel like I I learn certain things from you guys also okay i mean i feel like i learned from my parents also and i learned from you know women you know when i talk to women they talk about you know their past dating experiences also. Mm -hmm. now i don't know if that what that means since i'm still single <laughs> <laughs> it might mean you're not teaching me shit but um no i'm just joking i, I don't know bro i don't know obi-wan um 
can you state the question for the jury okay, again, so, please? So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give a little uh, backstory, and I, I figured I'd let SB finish before I brought, uh, brought it up. But so, <laughs> I was listening to the uh, Red Table Talk or whatever, and Wale was on there, and the topic was was love, right? So there was one guy who was married, and there was Wale who's single, who's quote unquote looking for love, and Wale at some point was kind of like, yo. I don't know how to love um, because I've never seen a good example of love. So he was trying to give his definition of what he wants in love, what he thinks love is. And then he also explained, like, you know, him being Nigerian, you know, he never really seen his parents, like, give that quote-unquote typical what you see on TV type of love, which is, honey, I'm home. Uh, let me give you a hug and a kiss and so on and so on. It was, you I know. <laughs> Sounds like a certified grade A excuse. To <laughs> well, Wale obviously has problems. Well, he also said that he mental said and emotional and, issues, and he said that on there. So I don't think I'm going to put it on the fact that his parents didn't display love and the love well, that he well, saw was on well, TV. Before we start going ham on him, we also allow people like J Cole has said the only father he knew was Uncle Phil. So, like, if we could validate those feelings of. of you know, seeing a father on TV and using that as your experience of a father because your father wasn't around. Why can't you do that same thing with him? J. Cole didn't have a father. J. Cole didn't have a father. <laughs> and, father and, and, and the father's thing he had was abusive to his mom. Exactly. Right, but what Wale's Wale saying is he doesn't know what love looks like because it wasn't shown in his face. So I, right? get, I get what he's saying because I agree with him. I am Nigerian. Love was not shown in my face. I don't think my parents told me they loved me until maybe I was in my 20s. Although I always recognized it. Right. <clears throat> right. You know what I mean? They right. they never actually said, I love you. And even now when they say it, that shit is weird Sounds to me. Sounds weird. Yeah. Because it's not anything I've heard. However. A big however, right? I don't have a problem showing love. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem receiving love. Mm-hmm. I recognize what love is. Not because I actually watched my parents. Although there were things I took from them. But I recognize what love is because one, I thought about it. But two, I feel like I recognize what love is because I believe innately as human beings, we are, our job is to love. So I feel like it's already something that was always inside of me. I believe it's something that's always inside of us. Right. And we can either accept it and, and, and also my experiences as well taught me we can either accept it and, and try to cultivate it or we can try to hide and run from it and I guess give excuses as to why we don't know how to do it mm-hmm. when in actuality we all have the the goddamn natural intuition spirit of of whatever to do it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's I feel like it's it's just something that's in us. Yeah, I mean, I, I just want to. Oh, my bad. Go ahead. I, go ahead. You go ahead. You sure? Yeah. I just want to speak on like my personal experience. My father. My father did not meet his father until he graduated college. He didn't live with his mother until he was like seven years old. You know what I mean? And yet, he meets my mother, who already has two kids. He raises those two, those two kids as his own and raises me also. And is an excellent father. And they don't know him and identify him as anything else mm-hmm. besides their father. So he didn't have an example, but yet he is still an excellent father. Like I said, I think you can still know what love is without having examples on how to do it. Yeah, I mean, I think people just love differently, right? So for me, the word love has a whole bunch of words that surrounds it. Mm -hmm. It's like in the center, right? And it's a lot of words around it that surrounds it, like, you know, the responsibility, um, 
commitment, loyalty. It's a whole bunch of words. I don't think that love just stands by itself. But to me, love is also a feeling, right? It's a feeling that you get or it's a knowledge, again, to me, of, you know, feeling like you love somebody or knowing that you're loved by somebody. Uh, while it might not always be said, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just, you just know, right? If you think somebody's smart, you might not always say that person is smart to them. But because you don't tell that person, hey, you're smart, does that person think that they're not smart? Nobody teaches you necessarily what's right or wrong. You right. Just know, like. Some people. Yeah. <laughs> Not sociopaths. And, and it's funny because, you know, I, I recently had a conversation with somebody about this because, you know, I, I'm from a Nigerian family as well. We didn't grow up saying, I love you, I love you, I love you. But, you know, know, this person, <laughs> this person did. And, you know, they were talking about how, well, don't you feel like uh, you need it? I was like, I don't need to say it. I don't need to hear it constantly. Like, to me, love has always been like a serious word that I don't just throw around. And a lot of people throw that word around. Right. A lot of people have loved about 10 different people in their lifetime in relationships, not me. I probably only said I love you to three people. And after you know each one, like, they're never going to love again. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a podcast topic in itself. Yeah, absolutely. It really, really is. Like, I always said, I always tell my female friends, mm-hmm. you could go to a 90-year-old man and ask him how many times he loved. He might say twice. You go to a 90-year-old woman. She'd be like, well, in 36, <laughs> then in 55, then in 52. Like, well, you know what I, mean? I mean, I love them, but I didn't really love, love him. And that's yeah. how you, that's how you love as you get older and after each relationship. I think, because I've said I love you to girls that I was with before. Right. And looking back, I think I care for them. Yeah. But it's not the same kind of love. And it's okay to reevaluate that and say it wasn't love because I, I don't think people do. And I can understand that where Wale is saying that he was never shown love. I think there are certain relationships that show you how you should be loved by certain people. Like having a relationship with the opposite sex or or maybe it's not the opposite sex, but having a relationship with someone that you're becoming intimate with, you may learn from them how you want to be loved, how you need to be loved. And in turn, you may also learn how to kind of love someone if you've actually never experienced that with someone on that level. But that's every relationship. It's the same thing with friends. Like right. we don't go around as friends saying we love each other, but we know that we have, we care. We know we do know that we love each other. Right. And there's certain ways that we have, we hold a friendship. Yo, how you doing? How's your fam? Like, oh, you need some help with that. Like, damn, sorry for what you're going through. So like shit like that. You learn that by having these friendships, by having relationships. So to say that you don't know because you didn't see two people in your life. I mean, I feel like were you not paying attention to the other relationships you had? I want to know how he said it, because is it that he wasn't told I love you or he didn't hear it or he didn't see it? Because I'm pretty sure if his parents are together, they showed love in one way, shape or form. They may not have said it. I think it's a very contradictory I don't, I don't think, about love. I don't think to he's me. clueless. I, I get what you're saying, but I think it's I contradictory. Think more or less, it, it's about the steps, the process that goes with love. You get what I'm saying? And I think for him, when you fall in love, it's supposed to be. What I got from the show was it's supposed to be easy, it's supposed to flow. And so, like Jada was saying, like, no, there's hardship that comes with love. And I think for him, he's saying he never saw that process of. You know, an example I used before was, hi, honey, I'm home. Here's a kiss. And then we're mad. You got to get... Like, he didn't see that. So, like, for him, when he's in a relationship, once Shorty starts pushing his buttons, he's like, oh, no, she crazy. I'm out. But that's... That's everybody. That's poppycock, man. 
That's poppycock because I could come home and say, hey, babe, how's it going? And just came from another woman's house. <laughs> like, I mean, people associate love in different ways. Like, right. So I just don't I don't I'm not OK with because you didn't see specific instances of what you believe love is. He already exactly. had it's all it. about your own definition of right. what he you already think love had is. An idea yeah, of what exactly. love is. And that's what he thought it was. And because he didn't see, see that. It. Yeah. Like that, but that doesn't take away from the fact that you had to recognize that that either wasn't or was love, and you had to recognize that from somewhere. Everybody loves differently. That's why they're the things that we talk about all the time called love languages, right? Yeah. Like everybody learn it really yeah. loves differently. Honestly, I'll and receives like it differently. The same way Kanye West, in my opinion, sees himself as like a troubled genius. I think Wale gets off from being a troubled romantic. Yeah. I really, really do. Yeah. Yeah. He his, is. his identity, his music, his whole whatever. Yeah. No, this this one song is a recent song he had. He says something like, um, "I could love you." He says something like, "I don't know how to love, but I could love you better than the next guy." Some dumb shit like that. And I was like, "Are you li- are you listening to what you're saying, yeah?" Like that that doesn't make sense. It, I think it is. He. It is. He also said, I think he, you know, Jada, because I saw a little bit of it, and Jada had asked him, like, you know, what are you looking for in a woman? And he's like, I want a woman to show me what I want in a woman. <laughs> and to me, I'm just like, yo, yeah. It's been entertaining. He wants somebody, he wants, he's a, he wants to be a sad puppy, and he wants a woman to come pick him up and take care of him. And he's like, yeah, I believe women, their intuitions are stronger than men. And I'm like, what, what? Like, what are you talking about, man? He's just talking, yo. He's just talking. That's what he does a lot. Yeah. Especially on this topic of love, yo. So. And that's fine. But also, you know what? I mean, we're not getting any younger. And, like, life is short also. So if you're, like, forbidding yourself, standing in your own way, from finding something real and authentic, that's tragic to me. Yeah. He needs a therapist. You know, like, for my, my, my first experience, I would say, with love was when I was, you know, 18, 18, 19. But my experience now with love, those those two things are, are, are different because one, I have a better understanding of myself. Right. Because I think love and I think love is is uh, exists separately from us as humans as well. Right. I don't think that I think that we step into love and we, as easily as we can step into love, we can kind of step outside of love. So I think it's having an understanding of yourself and, and being able to then bring love into the equation or or whatever it may be so like my relationship when i was younger and i was in love because i didn't really quite have an understanding of myself it went a lot different than when my relationship when i was older and i was also in love so that idea of redefining love i think is is really i think love is pretty constant and and consistent i think it's a redefinition of yourself and what you want and what you may be looking for and things like that yeah i mean i personally feel like Or not compatible with somebody, and I think that's the situation sometimes. Yeah. Do you have the rest of the uh, topics? Uh, Obi Wan. The shit is locked. That's what I was trying. All right, all right. We could pivot to uh, the other sports topic. So, on TV the other day, so it's uh, it's March Madness, and on TV the other day, the head coach of Michigan State's men's basketball team, Tom Izzo, was uh, going off on a freshman starter because you know said freshman. 
apparently made a bonehead play or did something wrong during the game of basketball. But he was really yelling at this young man like this was his kid. And he was, you know, the rest of the, his teammates had to get in between the two of them. So I guess to me, it's like looking at that shit, right? It's, it's twofold, right? Do you think that shit is acceptable? Will you accept it? Is it professional? And if it was your kid, how would you feel about all that shit going down? Uh, I I think it's a little bit unprofessional. I get that in the in the game of sports that coaches have the ability to kind of go off on the players, and it's like that's acceptable because they they may have done something wrong. But I think once you kind of let it out, you gotta like let it out, let it go, and then move on. Like I saw the video, yeah. and like he waited for him to come off the court. He yelled at him. They were sitting down. He was getting he was bucking at him like he was trying to fight him. Like he you would have got right. your ass beat. Right. I, I think that's a little bit excessive. For me, as in that situation, though, as a parent, I don't know if I would necessarily go to the coach because I think, one, at the point that, you know, we're talking about this level of sports, that player has already made the decision who he wants to play for. I think now he needs to make a decision as far as how he wants to be treated. And my advice, if I my advice to my child in that situation would be you need to address that with the coach and not try to challenge him and say, don't ever talk to me like that again, but try to say, you know, I didn't appreciate it. Um, you can just tell me what's wrong, whatever it may be. I think he needs to be able to do that. And if the coach is not going to be open to that, it doesn't want to hear it. Then, you know, the player also said, I've heard worse. So maybe for him, it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's fine. And maybe he's just covering up. And maybe he's also covering up. Right. But, you know, I just I, I it's I get it. In the game of sports, I do believe, though, going forward, it is something that should be policed. Like, we shouldn't allow coaches to yell at players any way they feel like. Even in the NFL, even though, like, that's your job. Like, at work, I would never let my boss yell at me like that. Mm. You know what I mean? I would definitely have to say, I am not a child. I am not your child. Please don't yell at me. Like, it's and, and raising your voice, being stern, that's different. But, like, if you're yelling at me and you're getting in my face... I'm a I'm man. I'm, I'm glad you said something <laughs> you know about, I mean? about, about work because I got a personal story that happened uh-huh. recently, right? So a lot of shit has been going awry uh, at work, uh, shit that I'm not going to speak into detail. Uh, but ultimately, you know, I was, I was in a meeting with uh, my superior uh, uh, senior executive at the company. And, you know, it was me and another, a bunch of other cohorts of mine uh, at pretty much the same level. And... You know, he's just talking about how certain things are not going well, and it's not necessarily, it's not it's not my fault at all, right? It's not based on me. It's based on the client. The client's not doing what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I have tried to drive the client towards uh, the destination that we need to get to, but they are just not getting shit done, right? So, I, I, so during the course of the meeting, you know, over the course of the last couple of, last couple of months, really, uh, I guess, uh, you know, said executive has reached this boiling point and he was pretty much just like, he was like, I need this shit to be fucking done. He started cussing and he was talking. He was like, I need to know that you can get this shit done. And if you can't, I need to know if I need to bring somebody else. And no, he was, he was getting all upset. He said he was saying this to you. He was talking to me. Yeah. Uh, he was getting all upset and, you know, very calmly. I looked at him. I said, I can't get this shit done. I said, I have been doing this shit, but you know what our roadblocks are. So, you know, I said some more shit. Uh, every time he said something, I was like, absolutely. He was like, can you get it done? I was like, absolutely. Uh, but it, it did look contentious. But, 
he wasn't going to punk me, but I wasn't also going to cuss back at him either. It's like we're not we're not going to have like a fighting match, right? So now I have to walk him downstairs because he's in a building where he needs a he needs an escort. And we get to the elevator. I guess now we're one on one. He asked me, "Are we good?" I was like, "Yo, we're fine." Like <laughs> that shit did not bother me at all. Like he was hot and bothered. You know how sometimes you can be hot. Hot and bothered, and you're talking to somebody else, and they're just looking at you like you're crazy. Yeah, and they're just very super cool, calm, and collected about the shit. Yeah, and your your intent doesn't really come over the way you meant to uh, to to come over. Oh, yeah, like, to, oh, yeah. To, to even scare them or put fear in. Them. I was like, I'm not scared. Like I'm not scared. I I I'm a professional. So when he said he said, uh, "Are we good?" I was like, "Yeah, we're fine." I was like, "Listen, I understand. You're frustrated. There are things that are not going the way that they're supposed to go." Uh, uh, but you know, definitely working on ensuring that we can get to that position. I'm not just coming in here not doing stuff every day. So right, yeah, man. That that's that's. I probably would have handled it the same way because like I, I'm I'm not trying to be intimidated either. And yeah. you know, because he's cursing is one thing. Like mm-hmm. okay, whatever. He said fucking shit. Like mm-hmm. you know, but if he's like yelling, nah, he wasn't. Yelling. Yeah, if he was yelling, that would have been. A, I'm but, yoked like be, Yeah, because you know, like people like me, and I'm going to speak for myself, and maybe you as well, have to handle those situations in that manner because the next step is an escalation point, right? There's no middle game, middle ground. It's like zero to a hundred, real quick. Yeah. So I'll go from calm to exploding on somebody and i know it's not a good look to do that even though he just did it because at the end him. of the day you're gonna be the one that's that's, that's right. gonna get shit for you're, it you're, you're the one retaliating rather than the person that was speaking to you in a certain way so i also just feel like as an adult you have to learn to deal with people's bullshit yeah like shit happens you could be driving on the highway and somebody cuts you off what are you gonna do spend the rest of your trip pissed off while that person's like driving off, probably fucking somebody happy. They didn't even, I'm, they didn't even know that they cut you off. Yeah, and and they, I'd be like that sometimes. Yeah, like, and they're not even thinking about you, yo. Right, so right, like, right. Absolutely. Also, like, a lot of the times, yo, when people are like that, they're just trying to project their personal frustrations onto you. And that's a personal fucking problem. Mm-hmm. I see that shit all the time. I, I give no fucks. You know what I mean? I can listen to them. I can try to, like, understand what they're trying to say to me. But, like, no. Mm, that's cool. Yeah, don't cut me off. I'll follow your ass. <laughs> yeah, right. See, you follow the wrong one. They got a gun. I've definitely done some wild shit out of anger. And, you know, some other shit happened at work today, and I had to talk myself down because I guess I was feeling myself too much. And, again, I am stressed. I am frustrated at shit at work. So I really wanted to go back into the room and just talk to the, the person that I felt offended me very sternly. But you know what? I chilled. I went and took a shit. I came back. I was probably just constipated. Who the fuck knows, right? I came back and you know I talked to the guy. He didn't even seem like he did anything wrong, right? right. Like it was just a cordial comment. I was like, "Oh, this fucker's just an asshole," mm-hmm. and I speak that language, so we gonna talk asshole going forward. Yo, not to mention, yo, I know that I'm old because a lot of times, yo, when I am upset about something or irked about something, I know I just need a nap or to eat something. <laughs> yo, and I could come back and reevaluate the whole situation totally differently. Yeah. Yeah, that I mean that really might be it. I had a situation with a customer like that, and you know when it's a customer, it's a different experience. You definitely got to be calm and cool. But like, I don't get myself riled up in those situations. Yo, nah, but, not worth it. You know, but as as far as you know, back to back to uh, this coach and being a parent. Like, I mean, if it's part of the game, it's part of the game, and and that's what it is. If it's if it's part of the if it's part of whatever you got going on. 
and you know that going in, then it's something, there's a level of that that you have to accept and just keep it moving. And as long as it's not constantly happening, it is what it is. Yeah. All right. So now that I, I, I remember that I, I wrote this shit down, we can kind of get back to these a Mike Boogie topics that he 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 brought for us. But he ain't here to uh, Motherfucker. to bring him in. But that's neither here nor there. Um, so going along with this, you know, whole how do we as men feel about love? The other question was, um, as men, do we have higher expectations for women than they have? I just felt like St. Brian was going to jump on top of that one. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll, 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 <laughs> We're not getting it today. So as men, do we have a higher expectations for women than uh, than women have? Or better yet, and even so, do we have higher expectations for ourselves than women have for themselves in terms also? Of what, the love? In terms of what? I think in terms of love, I think in terms of relationships with another individual. You know, so if you're getting into this relationship with someone, what is your expectations as far as what they're of them or and men and women in general? Let's not even leave it up to ourselves, but men and women in general. What are our expectations of each other? What are our expectations of ourselves? So I, I, I personally truly believe in like equality, right? Like I, I would like to believe I like to believe it may not be the truth, but I like to believe that I have the same amount of uh, expectations from men as I do women. Uh, poor Hemple, if I, I always say women shouldn't hit men and men shouldn't hit women. That's an example that I can give. Uh, but in relationships, was that one of the questions? The question from A. Mike Boogie, <laughs> since he's not here to, do men have higher expectations of women than they have of themselves? Honestly, I mean, we're talking broadly. We're not talking about the men at this table. Right. I think broadly speaking, probably yes. Is that right? Probably not. Yeah. I, you know I, what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I, I think that, you know, I think in on both ends, <clears throat> excuse me, on both ends, people just have like this uh, uh, a complex uh, where... Uh, I forget what the fucking the complex is called. I'm blanking out right now. Uh, but you narcissism, know, huh? Narcissism? No, but more so like they expect. Um, they want to do certain things. Oh, just the complex in general, right? They want to do certain things, but they don't want their significant others to do it, mm-hmm. or they want to do certain things, but they don't think women should do it. Mm-hmm. And there are women that have the same perception as well, where you know they want to do certain things and they don't think men should do the same things that they want to do. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I would. I don't. Maybe it's a complex, but I would also say it might also be um, what you've been fed. Right. And men and women have been fed, fed different things that when we get into this whole idea of being in relationships and loving one another, we 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 kind of do have set expectations because we have been fed. And, and we talked about it um, the other the last episode that say Brian was on where. Um, the father went to the school and for his daughter on Valentine's Day and it was like, Do you really need to do that? And this whole idea of like I, I have this I have this conversation with my fiance all the time, you know, when she 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 she'll bring up certain stuff or she'll say, you know, she read this and, and they said that this is this shows how a man loves you. I just had it with her the other day and I was like, Yo, this is this that's straight fairy tale bullshit. Mm-hmm. 
like that's not realistic because everybody's relationship is going to be different. So no one can sit here and say a man is going to love you if he does X, Y and Z. A man is going to a man loves you if or a woman loves you if she does X, Y and Z because relationships are different. And one of, people are different. and people are different. And it's funny because we were talking about she was talking to one of her friends who or better yeah, she was talking to one of her friends who her husband had an expectation of them having them having sex every day. And she also believed that that was kind of her thought and her upbringing. But when it actually came down to it, she was like, yo, physically, I can't take can't sex every it. day. <laughs> but yes, <laughs> duh. Like, you know that. So that's not a realistic expectation of a re- in a relationship. And it's things like that. Like, like, you know, even with the whole being chivalrous and opening doors and and you got to get out the car and open the door and throw, I'm, some of that. That's not fucking realistic. But people are being fed that. And so. I personally think women have higher expectations for men than than men do, and I and actually I I think I agree with it going on both ways. I think men their time you want a woman to cook for you every day, you want her to nope. bring you a plate. You know what I mean? Well, I, Things I, like that. I think for a lot of blokes, the main <laughs> a lot of blokes don't give my pussy away. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's their biggest and foremost. You know what I'm saying? Um, what do you call it? What are we talking about again? Expectation. <laughs> Expectation. And then I think the second one would be be a great mother to my kids. And those are probably two shitty ass things. But I think for a lot of guys that's that's the case. So that so ultimately no, they have less they have lesser expectations if that's all they expect or whatever. I you mean know, you know, but you know like girl, you know, fuck me right, you know what I mean, take care of the family. You know what I mean? Oh, I shit know. always gets added to the list, though. Yeah, like, it doesn't stop there. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, the list just goes on and on yeah. forever, so, yo. That's, that's the last time I say it, too. It's really like some girls expect to be treated like a princess. Right. Iyanla, I'm trying to remember this. I had, I had it with my, my, my fiancé. Iyanla had the four Ps that a man should do. And I think it was protect, perform, provide. And maybe there was one more. But like those same girls that Penis. Like perform are the same girls that just lay on their back and don't. <laughs> but but like, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, yeah, that's that's hilarious. Or, or like the ones, the same ones that be like protect, be the same ones that just indicate shit. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> like, yo, you know what I mean? Yeah, or that's like the same ones that want you to like buy shit and take care of them. But they ain't got a job. Yeah, oh, they yeah. never stop. So going back to that perform thing, I think for initially I went to sex. I'm like, yeah, perform sexual I acts. I didn't, man. I didn't. I didn't think sex when you said but perform. It man. may not. It, no, <laughs> what I'm saying. But that's the thing. These four P's are going to be different for everybody because protection might be physically protect me from harm versus protect my heart. Right. Provide right. might be you know physically give me money versus you know be a stable provide a stable partner in my life to collaborate with mm-hmm. perform might be sexual or it might be you know perform by helping me you know do the dishes every now and then or you know when you know i'm tired whatever it may be like it's different for everybody yo maybe this just boils down to just being equally yoked with somebody and i don't mean just being on a spiritual level right i just mean like financially like you know mentally just all of that stuff like are y'all really on the same page fam that shit ain't easy you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, it needs to be that way it would make things simpler it would but you'll be looking for a spouse forever <laughs> well there's expectations that don't make it so easy <laughs> no, but expectations are real like people you know what i mean the ugliest dude of all time 
still wants to be with the baddest chick of all time. But like, you know, he can do it. <laughs> and he can probably achieve it. You know what I mean? He just got to catch the right one. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> well, you shouldn't talk about Jay-Z like that, though. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yo, I'm just, like I'm just young, kidding. It's all about expectations, though, you know? Right. It doesn't, it doesn't matter if it's a relationship. Anything, you know? You, you want to go to Chipotle, you want your taco just right. You're going to give me some extra chicken. Mm. <laughs> I mean, yo, don't get me wrong. I think I think we should all have certain s- standards, right? Next yeah, week, absolutely. we should have standards. We should have expectations because then you re- then you, you 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 have a true relationship because you know what you're willing to give and what you're willing to receive, and you know what someone else is willing to give and what someone else is willing to receive. And it, sh- it and and in order for a relationship to to work, it needs to match up, or you guys need to agree on where the compromises are going to be. And for me, oh go ahead. But if you don't have those, then you're not going to know. Also, people just need to be honest, y'all. Like, don't say this is what's important to you, and that's not what's important to you. Yeah, and, and for me, like, you got to, before you tell me what expectations you have for of me or from me, tell me what expectations you have from yourself. Let me hear that shit oh, first. And practice what you motherfucker. <laughs> I always ask that. Let me hear always say that shit. Let me hear that shit first, and then, then you tell me what you want from me, and then we can... When the time comes, I'm going to let you know if you're not even living up to your own expectations. So why should I? I do hate that, yo. I hate, I hate that. Don't have expectations for me that you ain't got for yourself. Right. Don't, don't, I hate, I'm going to call you out. I'm, I'm equal, man. Come I'm, on. I, I, Come I, on. I'm going to call you out on that shit and I'm going to be pissed about it Come as on. well. But then she'll turn around and get mad at you because you're a man, but yet you bitching. Like, that's the way she's going to see it. It's like, why are you nagging me? Isn't men not supposed to do that? Well, and, and in your head, you're just thinking, yo, I'm just telling you about yourself. Like, you know we definitely do need to get rid of like these these gender roles or what a man is supposed to do versus what a woman is supposed to do like that that doesn't help the situation and i get that these things have been passed on and they're mm-hmm. traditional and people are traditional but yeah once again let's be realistic within the times that we're we're living now you know? uh-huh. most home most households are not going to be the man is working. The woman's at home taking care of the kids. You know, I I, I saw a joke today by a comedian on uh, Whitney Cummins, and she was pretty much saying that um, she was like uh, her biological makeup has her in a way that you know she's attracted to uh, a guy that protects, or like it's just natural for her to be attracted to uh, a badass guy or whatever, right? And she was like, you know, biology hasn't really caught up with. The, the times hasn't caught up with technology because all the shit that you know her body's telling her that she needs a guy for there's some fucking technology that's out there that can that can fix that right so so she's only thinking about it in one aspect then yeah sexually no no, no not even that not uh, even sexually like okay. like a guy's supposed to protect she's like listen <laughs> i can go get a gun i can get a gun i can get an alarm system i can get a reinforced door like all that shit like that i get that so yeah. she doesn't want companionship and that's cool not everybody's ready for that but like obi-wan said protect mean protect your heart like some yeah. girls are complete goofballs and they want some like og but that is, he doesn't protect your heart. FYI, yeah. I probably yeah. fucked that joke up too, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Oh, it was a joke? Yeah, it was a joke. She's a stand-up comic. Well, what I else we got? What else it. we got, Obi? Does having sex on the first date matter? Oh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done that, so. Or... I posed that wrong. I, I apologize. All right. right? <laughs> I was just like, okay. <laughs> but I mean, 
generally that is the question mm-hmm. does does having sex right away or does waiting to have sex even matter in my opinion no um it's it's it should be about what you want to do and what feels right not because of some fucking guideline or principle that somebody has put out there that doesn't necessarily tie into your situation because you know i was just having this conversation recently uh with a young lady and i and you know trying to advise uh the young lady was trying to advise another young lady uh on what to do uh from that from a sex perspective with like you know the new person that she's dealing with or whatever and it's like yo you can wait four years and then get, and he can give it to you and then he can leave after that or now you've already built up all that emotion now you have you, you're connected right. to this guy and he's he's bounced or or girl right i don't want to make it about the girl or the guy but it always seems to be there's women that are trying to protect their box right uh or <laughs> you, you can have sex with them that day they still bounce you wanted to have sex you made that decision they bounced and in your mind you could just you just have to say that hey whether it was now or later they bounced at least i'm not emotionally attached to them i do feel some kind of way because you know i feel used but i shouldn't feel used because i wanted to have sex with that person absolutely absolutely the question is do you like being used some people do some people do some women do some men do yeah I mean, stand by your stand by your decisions, yo. If you're gonna have sex on the first night, stand by that shit. If you want to wait, stand by that shit. It's buyer's remorse is and what like, happens. And like ninety nine percent of the time, if a woman has sex on the first day, it wasn't like something that happened in the moment. Like she knew the moment she woke up that morning. Yeah. Or she was gonna fuck somebody. That, 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 that's what I hear. I don't you know, know if it's true. I, I well, you know what? I don't know if that's. Necessary. I think I think the ones that don't do it often. <laughs> no, I've heard women confirm. That. No, I'm saying I've heard that's women true. That. But I think there are some that's just like, oh, okay, let's go. Like I wasn't planning to, but you kind of sexy, and maybe uh, right. Yeah, I I feel like I feel like that. I'm just saying, yo, stand by, yo, because at the end of the day, yo, the person ain't leave because you gave it up or you ain't give it up. They left right. because they was always going to. They like going it was never leave, the yeah. plan. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, sex is also just about chemistry. Like people always say, I like it this way or this and that. You know, some people just aren't compatible sexually also. That's very true. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that just is what it is. So, like, yeah, you can wait until you're married to find that out. Or you can not. Yeah. And you know, you, like, and there are people that literally, after they have sex with somebody, they keep them around longer even if they're trash. Like, yeah. not trash at sex, but just trash in a relationship or trash towards them. But because they felt like, dang... I, I, I got to make this one count. Right. I'm going to stick it out a little longer than I really should. Fam, no. come off that. Yeah, <laughs> just, just just be done with that. And know that. Life is super short, though. Super short. You and, have to be superficial. This thing. And if you waited five years and you gave it up and he he didn't really leave, he's going to call you in a couple months, so it'll be okay. Right. <laughs> he be back. Yeah. I'll be back. <laughs> what is that? I don't know that. Uh, isn't that? Scarface. Oh, yeah, oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Swash nigga, uh, Terminator. I'll be back. Uh, well, I guess I had the right accident. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I said it wrong. She be back. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Terminator said I'll be back. <laughs> right, 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 right. We got anything else? Nah, man. You want to take us out, Obi? Saint Brian. I don't know, yo. I feel like we should wrap it up. Yeah, 
just scroll through WhatsApp real quick. I was just getting into this. Scroll through WhatsApp. What's what's in WhatsApp? What the group chat? The depths. What did we talk about? The depths of the group chat. <laughs> you know what we talked about recently. <laughs> <laughs> you can avoid that. <laughs> and yeah, this, conversation. This should be a three-hour podcast. Nah, we we talked talk about that, that shit. That Nah, man, not really. Not that I can go. think about. Oh, there was. Oh, no, never mind. To all our listeners out there, um, we welcome you on the show. Um, anytime you guys are willing, we actually been we actually really want to have some some visitors. We don't get enough visitors, and like sincerely, we're tired of St. Brian. Like we're not, we're not lying. Yeah. <laughs> like why is he here again? I don't know. Yeah. How often do y'all do that shit? Every two weeks. Every two weeks. Bro, do you listen? <laughs> Don't answer that question. <laughs> uh huh. Like my shit is like out of sight, out of mind. I'm gonna keep it real. I mean, what else happened? I got, uh, I got a lot going on. Oh shit! Robert Kraft re- released a statement uh, uh, three hours ago. Uh, obviously, when you're listening to this, it would have been three fucking days ago, which or four. Uh, but let me see what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> he ain't talking about nothing, man. Um, did you read it? The statement, or you don't think oh, no, you, I was just saying, <laughs> talking about anything. All right, New England's Patriots owner Robert Kraft released the first public statement on Saturday. Blah 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 blah. What the fuck is this shit at? Uh, the fuck is it? Why they always got to go through all this fucking dissertation because before they give you the damn juice? They want you to read the article. I thought they were supposed to juice in like the first paragraph and then like. Nah, oh, here it goes. Twitter, Twitter just wasn't loading yet. This motherfucker put this shit. This motherfucker put this shit in his. Uh, hold, I'm still talking. <laughs> yeah, let's make this quick. I gotta go. This motherfucker put this shit in his. Uh, in, in 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 iPhone notes. <laughs> Statement from Robert Kraft. In defense of the judicial process, I have remained silent these past several weeks to correct some of the misinformation surrounding this matter. My attorney made his first public comment on Friday night, which I ain't even catch. I would like to use this opportunity to say something I have wanted to say for for four weeks. I am truly sorry. I know I have hurt and disappointed my family, my close friends, my co-workers, our fans, and many others who rightfully hold me to a higher standard. Uh, Sounds like he's he's, taking the plea. He's taking the plea. Throughout my life, I have always tried to do the right thing. The last thing I would ever want to do is disrespect another human being. I have extraordinary respect for women. My morals and my soul were shaped by the most wonderful woman, the love of my life, who I who I know, right? You got to put that in there. You got to make people feel sorry for you, who I was blessed to have had as my partner for 50 years. So yeah, I, I told you, man, he lost his best friend and that he went off. As I move forward, I hope to continue to use the platform, I hate that fucking word, with which I have been blessed to help others and to try to make a difference. I expect to be judged not by my words, but by my actions, and through those actions, I hope to regain your confidence and respect. Respectfully yours, not his hell day. Yeah, I just feel like he just did the most, you know? Like, there were ways he could have got his rocks off still, you know? <laughs> like, like, fam, like, why you gotta go to a rub and tug, you know? Like, like, <laughs> any... Yo, in Florida, you live in Boston, bro, like, Hey yeah. man, go to New York. Go, you know what I'm saying? Nah, anyway, yo, say Brian, what you what you had? Because oh, so like I only got about three yo, minutes. Bad, so that viral video of that dude like beating that old lady up on the train, yo. Like, are there any thoughts about that? Oh, where was that, by the way? That was in New York, and like the I think the New York um, Twitter account released a statement saying like, if you know this man, let us know. So usually, I'm just like, damn, that's crazy. Like, mm-hmm. that's fucked up, but. And I and and I never care about the people that were recording, 
but in this case my first thing was like and y'all just gonna record this shit right, yo. like y'all just recording it she looks helpless yo like like you could hear the sound effects of him hitting her like right and it only sounded like i guess she said something to him you gonna kick the shit out of her times, yo. Like, that shit was horrible i just i couldn't believe what i was seeing yo. yeah so that shit was uh it was very disheartening and i i, I was more hurt and disheartened by it because of that people were just recording it and they didn't try to stop him like they could have stopped him and threw him off and he knew he was being recorded he was like you know what i'm saying what do you say world yeah that's for where, right yeah and then got off the train and said fuck it yolo and then they didn't even attend to her after the fact right yo, that shit is all yo, so tragic. yo for real for real super sad yo. that's like the world we live in and we gotta do better black people even though I know it wasn't just black people recording, we gotta do better, man. Like we can't, we can't let, we can't watch our own do something like that to our own. Like that's just bad. But she probably did. She's an old woman. She probably did. You know how old old women be? Like she not gonna hold her tongue for this young man. But like, no dead ass though. It's nothing. I hope they find him, man. Yeah, yo. I I great. You got any? Thoughts on that real quick? I, I didn't I don't even know what you guys are talking about, so I can't speak to it. But I'm glad I didn't see that shit if it sounds as heinous as you make it sound. Yeah, yeah fuck man. that. I don't want to see it. Yeah. Alright, well, you know, I guess I guess we, we, we had a real short on on uh unorthodox. If y'all didn't hear A Mike Boogie, well, we didn't hear him either. <laughs> <laughs> so Yeah, you know, we didn't even know that was gonna happen that way, but you know, the show more sco- must go on. Hey, y'all have to catch him on the next episode. Absolutely. <laughs> we All appreciate right. y'all for listening. Yes. All right, we out. Peace.